0: Hey folks, what's up everybody? We have a special video and audio version of the podcast this week, so it's a video cast as well, because we have a very special guest. And what I haven't told my special guest, and I want you all to welcome Jay, who, if you've got any sense, you have seen the streams, and they are fantastic, but uh, Jay's going to introduce herself here. But I wanted to mention that I noticed today when I was setting this up, this is the 100th episode of the podcast. So, I can't think of a more special way to celebrate this than someone who I have a lot of respect for and And with that, thank you, Jay, for being on and being the not the hundredth guest but the hundredth episode star. How about that? There you go. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, first off, that is
1: awesome, Peter like congrats also thank doing you. something a hundred times is really hard as someone who has yeah. tried to do a hundred days of Swift UI every year and has stopped around <laughs> day 25 each time that yeah, is super awesome
0: right. yeah yeah uh, yeah day 25 is like i've done enough of this right yeah yeah
1: i've done enough i can i can be dangerous it's fine there you go <laughs> yeah um but that's awesome congrats that's super cool Thank you. um yeah um a little bit about me so you probably know me on the internet is like megan i'm switching to using my middle name jay which is cool um So, but on top of that, I do iOS app development um, on Twitch and basically all the social medias. Um, You can find me chatting about Swift and all that fun stuff. Uh, I just recently got hired as a full time iOS app developer, and I start that job relatively soon. So, probably by the time this is out, I'll be within the first like week or couple weeks of like actually working on things. But, uh, so yeah, it's going to be a great time. Uh,
0: congratulations
1: thank you thanks it was a it was a long journey about like it it's been a long journey but it's been awesome so i started learning swift like the year before swift ui was announced uh and that's where my ios app development like journey started and i was like i'm gonna twitch stream this and see what happens and see where it goes and here we are i've met some cool people like you which has been super awesome and super useful uh and i've just been having fun along the way.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I, you know, I discovered. I was trying to remember the other day. Like, when was the first time? When was the first time I remember like coming across across you? And I think it was the stream. If I remember mm-hmm. rightly, I think it was the stream. And then just a whole bunch of places after that, right? Next, next you know how it is. You discover mm-hmm. someone, and it's like, oh look, they're everywhere. How did I never notice, right? um And then you know, I was watching your streams and. And you, I know you're, you're a big advocate for, for developing and, and learning in public. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is awesome. I, sh- I should do this too. And so mm-hmm. the topic that we, we wanted to sort of cover primarily today, but uh, n- knowing us, we're going to talk about a lot of things because that, that's what we do. We love this stuff. But one of the big topics near and dear to both of our hearts is uh, developer, uh, I guess we would call it developer life, developer uh, mental health, you know mm-hmm. the the parts about that, that are important about being a developer and and how you handle that and how you you manage that into your daily life because I know that I say this a lot. You know the the, the coding part of the job as a developer is in many ways the smaller part. It's 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 manageable, right? Coding, as mm-hmm. we all know, is and making apps and all of that kind of thing is a very binary experience. It's going to work. It's not going to work. But there's this massive gray area in between of dealing with that, dealing with other people, dealing with other developers, the the FOMO and all of these kind of things. And so we really wanted, you know, we both said we should talk about this and dive into this topic. And and so, you know, with that, if I'll let you, if you want to kick it off and, and uh, you know, share some thoughts.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is definitely something that's super important, especially... It's, it's especially important for me as someone who kind of does this as the hobby, but also as the day job at the same time and trying to like balance it all, to be honest, like not working, not overworking, like of course with the work, but also not overworking with like the public stuff that I do because that's, it's a, it gets to be a lot and it gets to be overwhelming. I think like part of the part of what helps me is once I transitioned into having like an actual like software engineering job, I was able to actually put myself first and put like my mental health first rather than having to try to balance that with the very demanding job. And, you know, once you've, and as you probably know, having a good manager is really key to that. And I think that like, ha, and I think a really good manager has really helped foster that, That thought behind it where the work-life balance is is a balance and of course you bring a hundred percent to the job or bring what you can to the job get the work done and then everything should be fine and smooth and I had a really good manager in my in my at my previous job that really let me do that basically like as long as I got my job done we were golden and like he was super supportive and really fought for me when he had to like on like promotions and such like that and figuring out career paths. But, uh, but he also fought to make sure that our, as a team, like mental health state was always good as well.
0: That That's good. And I think that, yes, that that is r- real important. And what's going to be interesting in this discussion, I think mm. is, uh, you know, I think probably at least some folks know this. Uh, you know, I I transitioned from that engineering role into an engineering manager, and and here you are as an engineer, and so to get those two two perspectives from sort of mm-hmm. the the two different sides, I think is going to be a beneficial for people who I hope as they listen to this and watch this can relate to where they fit in that picture. And and our perspectives help fill in that gaps around them to maybe give them a little bit more of a kind of a broader view of, yep, here's your part. Have you considered these are some of the other parts going on around you that mm-hmm. probably influence you on a daily basis without even realizing it? Or as you say, just as importantly, here's that support group that's around you if you need it. Whatever you're feeling, discuss it with. If, if you're in a team, and you have team members, hopefully you have a team that you can trust. But uh, hopefully you have at least one team member or a good developer friend or something like that who can relate to to what you're going through. And, and also, importantly, you can be there for them. And mm-hmm. to just sit there and say, I understand. This happens to me too. I don't have a magic answer, but you can come to me and you can tell me whatever you think is is causing you problems you know what what do you think about that is that been something i, I heard you saying that you know you you had a, a supportive manager which is massive right mm-hmm. having having someone above you say i get it i understand some days you're going to need more room than others um some days you're going to struggle other days you, you're going to nail this that that is important i think and mm-hmm. you know hopefully in your new position as well you're going to find a lot of folks that that same thing. It's like, great. I found a couple of folks I can, I can really relate to.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I think having the manager and then also having someone either at your level or like underneath the manager is also useful for that. Um, Just because like the manager is great, but he's not there. Like, as you know, you're not in it like day to day as much as everyone else is. So like at my previous company, we had a pretty big team and then startup layoffs happened because the economy and all that fun stuff outside forces happened. Uh, So our team got really cut down and that really took out some of the really good people of like why people want to work. Because if you're a good team member, people want to stay working with you and like, it makes it harder to want to leave. So it took out some of the really good team members that were a little bit like that were really good at being confidants, I should say, and really good at like, Feeling it back and forth, and like some people's level, like, and trying to have that person who's on your level or just above your level is also really nice to talk to, just because they're more. I don't. They're more. They're a bit more familiar with like what you're going through, and can help advocate. Also, figure out how to advocate for you. Uh, One of my coworkers was really good at that. Um, He, we were talking about through a technical solution for something, and I like I speaking of like imposter syndrome basically is what you were kind of getting at. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel comfortable enough being like, here's this solution we could go with X, Y, Z and basically turn it into like a static site generator at the end of the day. Like I didn't feel good enough saying that because I don't have as much web dev experience as like everyone else on the team did. So I just kind of like left it alone and like slacked him later and was like, Hey, I had this idea. I didn't want to mention it. It seemed like it was outside the scope seemed like a lot of work and he was like that is like a golden idea though so instead of next time if you have these ideas slack me during the meeting and i'll make sure i call on you so that we can get you starting to speak your ideas more and not just and not just keep them to yourself and slack them later after after the meeting like we'll foster like we'll build on your skill to actually speak up because you do have the skills like i had the skills i just haven't been
0: on a team to actually say the skills before. This happened to me in, a, in something the other day. And I had become so focused on the channel for the idea. And then someone threw something out from left field that I'd never even thought of that totally put my mindset in a different direction. And we mm. had a better solution. You know, so so that does mm-hmm. happen. And I think that that all is part of that confidence building that you you have to help. Not only yourself build confidence, but but try to help other people as well. And you know, sometimes if they have a terrible idea, don't say it's terrible. Give give them the motivation that they need because you don't want them to now say, "Oh, I should never come forward again."
1: You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, there's definitely ways if if it's terrible advice. There's definitely ways to be constructive about saying it's terrible advice. Maybe it's like, "Hey, we could work this. You have a good idea here." With XYZ, let's expand on XYZ a bit more rather than this part, just because this is a good, like, foundation. There are ways to get around the, like, it's terrible. And you always want to get around that because you never know how how someone's confidence would be shot after that. I've seen it in meetings both in tech and outside of the tech sphere of, like, immediately just being shut down. And then it's like, okay, great. I'm That person is never going to talk again. Or they're just silent and off-put for the rest of the meeting and we really need input from them for whatever reason. Whether it's like they have to get sign-off because it's now a new flow that they have to do and they have to be okay with it, or they need to be more okay, or they have really good back information and they just don't want to give it now because they were... Because you were rude i I would say it's rude to just say someone said the wrong like you are wrong and this is why um and they were rude and now they're just like i I can't do anything anymore this is it like i'm not going to try and that is definitely not a team player i I really think teams are important in the developer world especially on like and once you're in big companies or not even bigger big companies like super even small startups like having a team just really helps build it helps build your confidence and then it also helps build your knowledge as well which is why I've always been an advocate for building in public because Mm -hmm. there's always that even if you're building for no one someone is still going to go back and watch it at some point like if if you're doing like a live stream and no one's watched no one's watching like Someone may go back and watch it and pick up and see, oh, you, put, you did the if let shorthand syntax because Swift, the new Swift lets you do that instead of having to do it fully, like just like a small thing that helps change the workflow.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. not only do you learn something, but, but somebody, you know, has now learned from you. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I think I even I, I saw a tweet the other day and, and someone mentioned this, you know, the new syntax. Yeah. And I hadn't caught it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm and I think I, I I tweeted back. I'm like, this is great. Now I just have to remember to use it, and <laughs> and I, I sort of start forcing myself. And mm-hmm. and so you never know when you're passing on a real gem to somebody else who mm-hmm. perhaps had never thought about using that or was unsure, but now that they've seen someone else do it, and and they feel like, okay, I could use that, and if. You know, if I'm not entirely sure how it works, I could go back and ask Jay, because I'm sure he'd be happy to tell me how that how that works and spend 10 minutes talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, and that, because that's another part of it too, this whole, you know, be open, share everything with your team. Um, it's, you know, there's no, for me, I always say, you know, you're not going to gain anything by keeping it to yourself. Somehow believing that this this gives you an edge. If if you feel like you need to have an edge against the rest of your teammates, there's something wrong, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, a question for you is: when you have difficult situations, and and I know, like you and I, and and all of our other friends, shout out to to Nutify, Michaela, you know, Coco type, all our mm-hmm. other streamers, we've all had this where you're like. I'm doing this live. It's not working, and I don't have a clue why. And everybody's watching me, and and it can be stressful. But at least we're in a comfortable environment with our chat rooms, where it's like, but it's fun still. It's like, look, I'm an idiot. We can have fun with mm-hmm. this. But when you're a developer on the on on the payroll, you know the, the the hours are ticking by. You become very stressed about this. Like, oh my gosh, I got to solve this. I don't know how. What am I going to tell people? How do you approach those kind of situations to kind of diffuse it within yourself and get into a place of, okay, now I got to fix this, right? You you do the mm-hmm. panic. Now you fix it. You know, so how do you approach those kind of
1: situations? Yeah. So to like get over the panic is really hard sometimes, especially because it's like the imposter syndrome really likes to kick in, especially from being on the self-taught route. It's really like a, Oh crap, maybe they didn't they hired the wrong person like to do the job and it's like no, but I you do, but I do know it. Um so trying to get to the I do know it part is really it, it's really about breaking down the problem. If it's possible, so break it down more. So if it's a super complex problem, literally breaking it down into smaller steps. I keep a blank notebook around so like first for state management in an app, I keep a blank notebook around and I start like mapping out where state values need to go, because it's really hard to visualize that in a he- in my head. And then yep. I can actually see like where things go. Um, recently, I've been trying to play around with the composable architecture. I don't know if you've ever dabbled in that a bit. A little it bit. Is,
0: a little. That yeah. That's one of those where I'm is, like, all right, if I got to.
1: Uh huh. I mean, that's where I get multiple times. It's like, boo, like. I feel like it should make so much more sense than what it does. And basically I went on like a 20 minute, even longer, probably like an hour rabbit hole with Michaela and, uh, cocoa type in my stream actually. And we're just chatting back and forth. And eventually I'm like, I just can't, I have to stop for a sec. So taking a break, if you're get hitting the wall, taking the break to either go do something fun or just to go and like vent to a coworker about the issue that you're having is super helpful. Whether or not the coworker actually knows the issue, I found is also helpful because then it's just it's someone to be the sounding board, basically. Like they they explain to like a rubber duck type thing.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mm-hmm. I, uh, I I have a situation now that uh, don't do it as much just because things have changed, but. It he actually used to be, and it was great, and I and I love this, um, was my manager at the time, who, you know, again, very knowledgeable, um, and we'll talk about that, you know, en- uh, engineering managers who actually know engineering, not just... So I'm an engineering manager now, and I was a manager before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, not nah, the same thing, you know. Um, and we would often, if one of us hit that wall of, like, I know what the problem is, I cannot figure out where it is or how to get around it, we would often just call on each other and say, can I just come and explain this to you? And more often than not, during that conversation of explaining it, either the other person or the, you know my, myself as I'm explaining it would go, oh, I think I've just, just figured it out because I, I've had that separation of I got the problem. I'm taking the problem with me, but I'm not staring at the code
1: as mm-hmm. the solution.
0: Yeah, you know, and and yep. and that that always worked out it was fabulous. And I I hope a lot more people do that than um, sit and struggle. You know, I always tell tell my my developers. I say, look, you know, um, I'm here for you, right? I, I gotta. I, I, you are all better developers than I am, but but. If you want to come and explain a problem to me, to to just explain it to someone else, that's fine. Do, do that. I want you to try and solve it yourself, first of all. But uh, once you feel you've spent enough time, but not too much time on that, now's the time to go reach out to me or someone else and say, can mm-hmm. I just talk about this? And, and, and that is important. And, and you know... That to me is a. I always tell him it's like that's a positive thing. That's not a negative. That's not turning around and saying, "I failed. I need someone else." That that's a strength of saying, "I recognize I've hit the wall. I need someone else." Right. Mm-hmm. And and so I totally get that. Yeah, I I think that you know that that's important because I think that we all do our best work when we are either happy doing it. Hopefully, we're always happy, but you, you know it happens. Um, or we're excited about doing it. And as soon as we allow ourselves to, to cross over into that barrier of, well, now I'm doing this because I have to, that's when I think you stop being more creative with your solutions and mm-hmm. and that mind space of, I can do this, right? And now it's more of a, I've just got to get through this. And at that point, you're going to take whatever solution comes to you, right?
1: Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Like a happy space, always at least a happy space for me always gives the best results. Whether it's, um, whether it's figuring out the solution or just be having to have the better like. I mean having a better outcome at the end is always done with the happier space. And sometimes it also means like getting literally getting up and just walking away and taking a break. Luckily I have like actual physical remind like living reminders to get up and take breaks, that need food every now and then and like walks outside. But, you know, having having there's there's apps that can help remind also if if you do not have a living reminder.
0: As you're going into this this new position, are you trying to put some rules in place for yourself or how, how do you think that's going to work out?
1: Yeah. So I tweeted that going into my last position as well. So I basically kind of how this went like career wise for me. Um, I graduated from college and I went into like a product support slash like sales support position um, for like a lighting manufacturer. It just got me into really cool concerts. Then uh, during that time, that's where I learned to code. Um, but there was no work life balance. Like I was on, 24 hour support like every other week or every two weeks um, so we just we had some kind of rotation going and then I would also be on a plane like at least once or twice a month depending on okay. the how busy it was so that b- basically left it for no work-life balance. so when I transitioned into the new into my pre and the job I'm I left right now I set up the walls of I only work from like eight to five. And I still take the hour-long okay. break. Like, I try to do that as much as possible. Slowly towards the end, I realized, hey, I'm at home. I don't have to stick to the 8 to 5 as much as possible as long <laughs> as the work is getting done. So I started being more more loose with my time. I would say, like, I'd get up at 7 and then, like, work till, like, noon, basically, and get all my hard work done in the mornings. Because that's whenever I'm most... That's whenever I, I like to work the most is in the morning. So get all the w- mm-hmm. hard work from eight to like noon done. And then be. this is where like, I guess it's called quiet quitting now. I don't know. Like that's oh, up, I think that's yeah. a term that the hip ter- hip people use where it's like, yep. I'm available by Slack and I'm taking care of like paperwork <laughs> items. Like I'm not doing anything super hardcore unless like, unless someone wears the Slack and be like, hey, can you help me out with this problem? Like let's chat it out, like stuff like that. Um, usually also it helped that the company did afternoon meetings for stuff, stuff. So I could like very easily silo like that. Uh, but again, like it all came down to my job was very accepting of that. Like we, my manager was like, yeah, we have people who like to work in the mornings. We have people who like to work in the evenings or get a later start to the day. Like that's the beauty of remote work. You set your own schedule, basically, as long as you're here for meetings, like you set your own schedule uh yeah so I, yeah, yeah, but I think in the new job, I'm gonna try to be a bit more rigid with my time again, just just to start out with it also helps to be in like routines as well uh are very helpful when working from home, I found a lot more, um but they've uh so I'm gonna try to start being in more of a routine with work and get that and get that going because then it also is. It helps my brain get into the mindset of like, we are, we are working. Uh, I found that like I used to not have a laptop and I was like off a Mac mini and it was very hard to delineate between work versus not work time because like I have to sit at the same desk using the exact same stuff and not be able to do anything different. Basically at that point, I try to also just respect people's like working hours. We had this neat Slack integration called clockwise, that would let us set per day working hours and it would send oh, up nice. a notification and say, Hey, like this person is outside the working hours or it would, uh, and it would also auto sync our Slack, uh, our Slack statuses. So like whenever it was outside working hours, it put the little moon next to it. Oh,
0: so love it. yeah,
1: yeah, it was great. It was a good little visual reminder when I go to Slack someone and be like, Hey, I'm having this issue and it's like, you know, time zone. So I'm in central time co-workers are in eastern time it's way past their working time so like that little schedule now like i'm really keen on like the schedule now feature or schedule to send feature schedule send there we go a feature to send a message when it's uh, uh, when it's appropriate i try very hard to not send stuff overnight because like As much as I say I'm going to set hard boundaries and Slack's not going to go on my phone, eventually it goes on my phone because I miss messages because I want them on my wrist instead of on my computer. And so it goes on my phone. And I'm like, I'm sure other people have two at the same time. So let's just schedule to send this when it makes sense and not at 6 o'clock at night my time, which is 7 o'clock their time.
0: You're absolutely right. I have um, folks on... on on the the team that I work with, the teams that I work with uh, crazy different time zones right mm-hmm. we, we you know we go from that kind of uh, east coast, west coast um, of course you and I are central, right um, mm-hmm. and then you know I have other countries as well, and some of them are mm-hmm. crazy different and, no, and that hard. became <laughs> a, oh, it became a whole other nightmare trying to schedule. Here's a, here's a lot. I, I, I'm going to load this question and I'm not sure that I'm ready for the answer, but right. we're going to go there. I I, try, I feel, yeah. I feel protected because, because we don't work together. So I'm like, I think I'm safe. Um, <laughs> if your manager was to come to you and say, what are like three or four things you can think of that I could do to help protect your you know, your mental health status, try and make the day as workable for you as I can, with, mm-hmm. knowing that I can't give you everything. But if there are, you know, what are some things that if if, if you was to say to to the folks above, hey, if you could do these things, right, uh, w- what would they be? And, I, and I'm ready for it. Right. <laughs> this is yeah. why we could probably never work together. I'm like, oh, no, she's going to need this. <laughs>
1: no i yeah um what's really nice is i just went through my exit interview so i have all these i have these like top of mind um well-defined tickets is super amazing and like most of the time that doesn't come from the manager but the manager can help like Mm -hmm. can help find the find who to ask uh a really big issue like in a couple of positions have been like who do i ask to get xyz either approved Or who do I ask to get X, Y, Z to actually just answer a question about like, when does this need to go live? Like the amount of times I've needed to push a button to go live. And it's like, who tells me when, who tells me like what the slug should, again, web development. So what the slug should be like, I go through like 12 different managers, like my own manager. And then he's trying to ask people. And then I'm trying to ask like other managers who are also involved. And everyone's like, I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't either, then. I guess it's not happening. Like I, <laughs> I would love it to happen, but we we have to know this. And then yeah, usually yeah. like once I'm like, I guess it's not happening, someone's like, Oh no, we can make it happen. Okay, here, we'll just we'll we'll make it up. And if it needs to change later, we can fix it, right? I'm like, Yeah, sure, we'll figure out how to fix it. Usually it doesn't change later, so I've always just accepted, like, yeah. It's fine. We'll fix it later. That's fine. Just I need some. I'm not in a, I'm not in a pay grade to make the decision. Nor do you want me to make the decision. Like <laughs> that's also a bigger thing. Is nor do you want me to figure out what copy should be. There's a reason I'm a developer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So like a clear a clear racy is always nice. Um, I think it's like, a owner matrix kind of deal. Um, another thing is also clear expectations on the project we're working on or a project that is being introduced i've been a part of too many and i know project i let me finish first before i keep going and i'm like yeah uh, i know i've been a part of too many projects that have gotten canceled 98 percent of the work has been done and or have been pushed off indefinitely because 98 percent of the work has been done because something business side fell through or something business side changed. And it's like, we spent two or three solid weeks of sprinting to get this done because it was priority zero for Mm -hmm. it to just go away. I don't under, and this is me not understanding like all of the stuff that goes in the business side of things, but a priority zero should be super duper high from what I understand. Like this is this, needs to be fixed immediately or needs to be implemented immediately. So like having that priority zero work, just kind of go poof and it doesn't matter anymore. Like is really, really disheartening. Like I can, I've taken away from the fact that like, Hey, I learned how to do X, Y, Z now. So that's cool. But it's not cool that I had to drop 8,000 other different things to make sure this one thing was done correctly basically. Yep. Um, I I think that was like the major one is just like, and I, and that, that kind of has to deal with the manager more so of like being able to find out if the project is like the feasibility of a project before bringing it to, to the developer to actually work on. Mm -hmm. Um, something that I love that my manager did in our weekly one-on-ones We did temp and so this is something that I would hope that other that like my next manager keeps or if doesn't then I'm going to suggest something similar if we do one-on-ones like weekly one-on-ones but not only was it like hey like what's going on in your week but we we use Notion at work a lot Um, so like we had a Notion database and the first like four were just filling out database of like how's your workload what's challenge like are you challenged in the work you're doing. Are you, or like adequately challenged, I should say. Um, How is, how are you feeling this week? And how were you feeling last week? So just like to get a status, just a quick, like, and those were all ratings of like, um, either like from fine to great or like from zero, or from like one to five stars, basically. So it just gave like a quick mental check-in as to like, hey, like, think about myself for a second. Do I, is this actually adequate? And then that also gave my manager time to, I mean, gave my manager to go and look and be like, hmm, well, Jay doesn't really seem very challenged this week. Let's figure out, is it just like a slow, like, work week? Is there something blocking? Is there something, like something else that's going on that could impact work life because it'd be great if we all lived in silos but you know there's there's also the outside life that still gets carried into actual like work as well Uh, so that was like a really I hadn't seen a one-on-one like so structured before and we also gave like weekly praise in our one-on-ones on like something that we noticed that each other did so like one week his his praise to me was honestly even just like hey, I saw that you implemented, like, a dan- danger in Swift. Like, because I posted the blog post, like, on my LinkedIn. And he was just like, that's really cool. Like, I really like that you're looking into tools like that. Like, that's super cool that you can take to the team if you think it's necessary to bring into the team. Um, And, like, having that weekly praise was also nice. Like, it feels good to be recognized, whether it was, like, super small I consider that a little bit small or if it was like, Hey, good job on wrapping up this project. Like it's still something nice that we can like chat about also.
0: Yeah. It's Um, something that says, Hey, I, I'm paying attention to what you're doing mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm not just reading it off of some daily report. I've Mm -hmm. actually invested some time in looking at what you're doing. And you know, here's my acknowledgement of that. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, I really, like, re- from a person who isn't as introspective as, like, that Notion doc would make it seem that I said I really liked, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I have to go fill out this Notion doc again every week. <laughs> like, it still was really nice to be like, yeah. And, like, when we went, we had the layoffs, like, my stars went down. And it was like, yeah, I feel, like, really bad right now. Like, two of my good friends are gone or, like, you know it was a trickle effect like dominoes usually one person mm-hmm. leaves and then multiple people leave like in just like a domino effect and that's happened and i was part of the dominoes but like it was still a very much a like we could see that trend and we could associate it and we could talk about like why and i think that's still like a good a good manager gives you the space to talk about that stuff whether like and that was just like really great for really great for me to be able to chat chat out loud about it also
0: yeah i agree mm-hmm. i think um you know something as i part of the reason that i stepped up from from where i was at as the developer engineer mm-hmm. to that next level was because i had experienced all of the things you just you just mentioned and that's not to be critical of 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 anybody that I've worked with or or anything like that, mm-hmm. I just you know through various positions, various companies, and everything else, I have experienced all those things, and and I wanted to try and consciously make that better for other folks. I, I'm not going to sit here and judge whether I'm succeeding or not. I'm just going to say th- this was something that's like I'm going to try and try and make that better. Try and try and make folks realize that. You know, not everybody looks at these things from the, it's about the work. How many, how many dollars Mm -hmm. has our team made this week? And it's, how are the people? Okay, now how's the work, right? You know, Mm -hmm. because that is so important because without having, you know, when you find good people, as we all know, like you said, the, the quiet resignation, when you find good people, it becomes even harder to keep them because other people are always looking for good people right mm-hmm. and and so if you don't if you don't step up to the game and give them what they need what whatever that may look like uh they're going to they're going to start to think about other places or you know what is their role in the big picture moving on because i i know you know time we were spending oh. an awful, I mean, you and I could talk about this for days on end. Always. Um, you know, let, let's talk about that new position for a bit. Yeah. So talk me through that. Like when they said like, Oh, you, you got it. You, you now, yeah. you know?
1: Um, yeah. So when they called to offer the job, I was super excited. Like, so with the, starting with the interview process, um, mm-hmm. I actually almost didn't apply to this job because there wasn't, like, a traditional application to fill out. And it was, like, shoot me an email. Like, shoot an email and include these things in the email. And I was, like... (laughs) Like, the, like, structure that I need inside my brain was not there. And I was, like, that is a lot of work. And it's really, like, nerve-wracking to figure out if I'm putting the right email together, basically. Like, because it's, like, pitch yourself, like, for this position. And I'm, like, I'll do it because, like, it's... it asked for like swift ui first like it was a brand new app from scratch like they're doing a lot of like new things so i was like it fits for like like i fit the qualifications basically except for the fact that i i hadn't been a per i don't like the word professional but i haven't been employed as an actual ios developer ever like that's the only thing that i didn't have like i've Worked with Swift and Swift UI for the last like four or five years now. Like how again, however old Swift UI is, plus one. That is that is how long I've worked with Swift. Um, so like I have a lot of experience. I have apps on the app stores. Just like I didn't have the actual like check mark of like, hey, you've been an iOS developer somewhere, which is fine. But so I almost didn't apply. I ended up applying. I actually, and I got the interview, the first interview, and I was like, you know what? This is going to be something really good to share with someone, like whether I get the job at the end or not. So I decided to vlog basically my experience throughout. So I have a really good YouTube video. I'll give you a link and you can share it if yeah, you want please. to. You don't
0: have to. Absolutely. Um, no, we will. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Um, And it talks before and after each interview. Uh, the last interview is kind of short after because it was the same day as the new iPhone event. Um, so it was like, like it ended just in time for me to go to the, to the living room and watch it on the Apple TV. So I was like, and I have to go, go see what phone I'm buying next, but I'm sure we'll be back to chat about this more. Um, but yeah, so I talked about a lot about before and after how I felt confident, how I didn't feel confident and stuff like that. Of course, technical interview. I'm like, I failed it. It's not, it's not good. Um, but I got the call. They said, Hey, we'd like to offer you the job. And I just got super happy. Uh, The app itself is in the mental health space, which is super awesome. Like a super big interest of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like they, they just want to make people's lives better, which is super awesome. Their whole product is this iOS app. Like it just, it has the science behind it. It all fits. So getting the like, Hey, we want to offer you the job was super ecstatic for me. I was just like, yes, like, yes, I will accept, like, the position, like, this is me verbally accepting, like, of course, offer a letter, all the, like, um, not super happy when I had to tell my manager the next week, because, like, they called mm-hmm. it on Friday, Monday had to come, and, like, we had literally just got done talking about, like, my 10-year plan, whether or not my 10-year, <laughs> like, it was, like, we would do 10, five and one year plan. Like what was, what were my goals? And he was like, include stuff that doesn't necessarily pertain to homeward. Like the company, like just put your goals out there, figure it out. Like 10 year goal. I was like, I don't know, like work for myself somehow, I guess. And he's like, honestly, I fully expected that from you. Cause you do all the content creation and you have your own app. So like this, this makes sense. And like five year plan, I was like, do something more mobile related. Like, they always talked about wanting to be in the pockets but didn't have an actual like ios app so i was like if this is where homeward's going and they like the ceo really wants us to be like in the pockets of everyone why do we not have a mobile app like i could see that Mm -hmm. happening in the next five years and then the first and then one year goal was to get off of marketing work and get more into product work get more on the develop the actual like app side the web app side of things and so like we had we had that discussion like the Thursday before I got the call. So I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> I mean, my 5-year goal is coming true just a lot <laughs> sooner than what I thought and not where I thought. Um and like my manager, but like talking with my manager, he took it super awesome. He was like he was like I think he straight up knew there was nothing that they could do because I was like it's iOS app development. It's in the mental health space. It's it's also a 4-day work week, which is oh, great. I'm not
0: That is fantastic.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, mental health, they're doing things that make people happier, mm, like Right. good good idea. Um like and I was like and he's just like, "Yeah, that's an awesome opportunity. It really sucks for us, but it's awesome for you." <laughs> and I was like, "It yes to both." Um but I've been on like cloud 9 since getting the like Getting the accept, getting the job offer because it's, it's been a really long, n- long journey of learning and a long journey of like the number of nos I've gotten along the way of like trying to get my foot in the door as an, a- and my, say actual as a app developer like has been really hard because no one wants to hire just someone who knows Swift UI it seems like, yeah.
0: So yeah. excited for you. And, and to see that that comes through, I think that's that's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that that's a whole other conversation we can have one day about the hope. Oh, well, you, Michaela and yourself will probably talk about it. The whole Swift UI. Uh, oh, most definitely. And I know, you know, I know you and I mm-hmm. get asked a lot. Um, I would imagine probably all Swift streamers do. Mm-hmm. But I know we get asked a lot about, hey, should I learn Swift UI? And, and, and I think uh, we've all given the same answers, which is. Well, yes, and eventually that'll be the thing, but we're in this awkward position Mm -hmm. right now of always in a transition from one to the other, right? Um, So that's a whole other conversation there. But getting to to work on an app from the ground up, I mean, that is so exciting because you don't Mm -hmm. have to go in like, oh, gosh, I got to learn someone else's code. And what if they use, like we were saying earlier? Uh, what if they use some weird syntax that's like a shorthand and mm-hmm. do I know that? And, and what does this mean? <laughs> you know, um, right. and, and, and things like that. So that's just so exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, yeah. I'm really thrilled for you. Congratulations. Well, well deserved. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully, well, you know, the, the, the terrible thing. Well, I don't know if it's terrible, but it will be like, I'm so exhausted. I can't stream now because that happens to me. And so I hope that oh. doesn't happen. I
1: hope so. I, uh, yeah, I've cut back on, I was feeling that. And so like, cause I used to try to do like two or three times a week for sure. Like I tried to stick to a schedule and I, this is like where I was like, I have to protect my like balance, the balance in all parts of life. Cause like the pets and the wife and like social life and all of that kind of stuff just got, there was a lot to do. And that was something that like I cut back and was like, okay, I'm only doing Tuesday nights at 8 PM central. That's it. Yeah. That's, there that's like the only guarantee. I don't feel bad if I don't hit any other diets. Like that is, that is the night that I go to Twitch and I'm like, cool, let's chat. Let's build some stuff. Let's figure, let's figure things out.
0: I try to do two a week. I almost mm-hmm. always foul on the Wednesday one because no matter, and I'm sure, you know, other folks, I did a, a podcast on this recently. About um, other folks probably understand, and we put more mm-hmm. more negativity and pressure when we don't do something on ourselves than probably the folks who are you know come and hang out and things like that they're probably mm-hmm. like, "Hey, it's cool, you know to us it's like, "Oh, everyone thinks I'm so terrible because I missed a stream, you know and it's probably not it at all um, but it is it is hard, I think for it always amazes me that anyone can do streams in the week. Mm-hmm when you do this as a career as well, because there will be those days where, you know, things go wrong and your day's running mm-hmm. long or you're exhausted or like, like for me, it's often a case of, Oh, sounds like there could be something wrong in, in production. Got to go look at that, you know? Yeah. Um, and those things it's like, I, I ju- I got to do that, that, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, that's the job. I got to do that. Um And you, you feel bad because you miss the stream. And, and like in my case, uh, the streams are one of the few times when I get to really like, I'm going to do nothing but code and have fun with people for a couple right. of hours. You know, and, and also that thing of, it's it's coding fun on the streams. If mm-hmm. I don't fix this and, and ship it, it's fine, <laughs> you know. Yep. Uh, compared to the day work where it's like, no, no, you have to fix this and ship this, you know, so... Yeah. So I I hope that that you have that balance and I, it mm-hmm. sounds like you you got a very sensible approach to it, and it's going to work out fine. So so that's great. Thanks. You know, to to wrap this up here, is there anything else that you you want to you know talk about in this this episode? One one quick.
1: Point and then I know it can spur off like thousands of other conversations as well. So, you know, maybe two hundredth episode I'll be back to and I just come there back from the hundredth episode.
0: Now you put uh, the pressure on me to double my effort. So thanks for that. Yeah, that's, that's you're great. welcome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just gotta make sure you stay consistent with it. Is surrounding yourself with with awesome people really help? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gotten this job to be honest without Michaela. She like she has sent me so many like ios jobs knowing that like that's what i wanted to do like in the last like year like i have probably applied to more ios positions because she's just slacked like sent them over discord or through twitter dm and like having the right network of people is super super beneficial i even know in like previous jobs like i've i got my best friend her job that she had and one of my other friends now like i got him his job because like I knew we were looking and we were hiring and I was like, come work with me. I also don't want you to move away. So come to work with me, please. So that you <laughs> don't move away from, from Austin. Cause that'd be cool. Um, and it, it worked out like they were like, well, you're pretty smart. Y'all both did the same program. Like, sure. We'll do this. Like we'll do the hiring. We'll do the interview process and we'll see about hiring. Um, but like the right network of people is also super important. And if you're looking for people to network with, like, always feel free to hit me up. I'm super open to answering all the questions. I mean, here we are on the podcast. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Twitch is great. Twitter's great. All the things are great. I am totally open with, like, sharing, like, with either sharing or talking about, like, career things. It is, I just think, the right network of people. Like, I mean, you're part of it now, Peter. You're, like, since we, (laughs) like, connected however long ago, like, lots Mm -hmm. of people have just grown into this, like, network of, like, Developers that are really cool to chat with.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it is great, and and we will put for for folks, we will put links for all the things which are in the show notes. It is such a joy to to be part of it. It's almost like a kind of feels like a Swift club at this point. Mm-hmm. In many ways, uh, we all come along, hang out on each other's streams whenever we get the chance, and and there is such a. A feeling of connectivity between mm-hmm. everybody—it's—it's it's wonderful. It really is. It's almost like a virtual club at this point, and and I love it. Oh yeah. And 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 you're right. Like I, you know.
1: Oh, I was gonna say we really should just have a joint Discord instead of everyone having their own Discords. That we should but... do that,
0: right? That's a good yeah. point. Uh, we should. We we should just have like a Swift Club one, um, yeah. and and do that. That'd be great. Because and, and you mentioned Michaela because I, I do want to say. Um, I only very recently in relative terms came across Michaela's work and um, immediately, like I think it was mostly on YouTube, if I remember, first mm-hmm. of all, and then, you know, uh, uh, Twitch and, and Twitter and so on. Um, and I was like, this is fantastic. She, she is such a driving force. And then mm-hmm. when she, you know, like the, 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 you know, shout out to Michaela, um the, the the ice 360 dev chat that she did this year was great as well and i'm like this this is fantastic you know the, the, mm-hmm. these people with, with energy like this this is what we need right series on the app that she's building um i, I learned so much from like the vapor stuff and i'm like yeah. i didn't know any of this i you know mm-hmm. i i played with vapor and then and then when she was doing the database i'm like this is awesome <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um yeah. so yeah fantastic wealth of yeah. knowledge all right, fantastic. So yeah, we will put links for for everything in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. You know, I am sure we will have other talks um, on just so many subjects, and and you know, certainly continuing the live streams, chats in there. But I want to yeah. I want to say thank you for for putting time aside to come and come and share your thoughts today on on topics that we we both feel so passionately about as mm-hmm. as the developers. But I hope that what people take away from this discussion today is it's okay. You know, whatever good or bad you're having, a situation, a day, a week, a year, whatever, as as a developer, um, we all have it. And and if you ask us, we'll tell you that we have it, Mm -hmm. right? And you'll realize, yeah, it's not just you. And, um, you know, seek help if you need it or advice or whatever from those around you. Certainly, uh, you know, as Jay said, reach out to either of us. Uh, Even if it's just to say, I'm having a really terrible day. Let me tell you about it. Go for it. You know, Yep, absolutely. So and and to be on the 100th episode, like I say, I was like, this is fantastic. I can't think of a better person or way that I would want to celebrate this. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Peter. I really appreciate you having me. This was awesome. This is such a great conversation between
0: us. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to wrap it up there today, folks. Um, I hope you've all taken a couple of things away from this. Reach out to us and and let us know. You know, let us know if we're hitting the right notes. Let us know if we're hitting the wrong notes and, and take it from there.